Hello, my name is Vidyut, and I'm here to talk about the Nobel Prize for Chemistry. I am 10 years old. Did you find the idea of researching about somebody who's won a Nobel Prize in something like chemistry awfully difficult for a 10-year-old? <laughs> it was actually because a lot of the information was overlapping because of how recent it was but um, I was able to get a lot of information. Hi, this is Adya here, and I'm here to speak about the Nobel Prize in Economics 2022. I'm 11 years old. Adya, when you first heard the word economics, did you think it was something dreadfully boring? Well, I knew economics was about money and everybody likes money, so I knew it would be something nice to read about. When you put it like that, I'm sure economics becomes the most interesting topic for a lot of us. Hi, my name is Yoshika and I'm going to talk about a lady who won the Nobel Prize for uh, literature. From what I can make out, she always wrote non-fiction. What does non-fiction mean, Yoshika? Is Harry Potter non-fiction? Fiction is something which is made up and Harry Potter is made up, so it's fiction. Hi, you're listening to What's New Today, a kids and family podcast. This is Sangeeta, your host from India. In every episode, I'm joined by curious children who could be from anywhere in the world to speak about current events. Every year, there are six Nobel Prizes that are awarded. So in this episode, which is part two, and I'm joined by three super enthusiastic young minds who have also taken up the adventurous task of trying to research about what does it mean to win a Nobel Prize in chemistry or Nobel Prize in economics or the Nobel Prize for literature. And why does it even matter to, you know, someone who's 10, 11, 12 years old to know about all these Nobel Prize winners and what they won for. The Nobel Prize was instituted by Alfred Nobel. If you would like to hear the very interesting story about how Alfred Nobel one fine morning woke up and read the newspaper only to find out that the newspaper had declared that he was dead when he was very much alive and sipping his coffee and the events that followed after that. We've covered this story in another episode, episode 69, in which I was joined by three children, Isha, Nareen and Trai, who have each discussed the Nobel Prize winners this year in physics, medicine and peace. And so let's begin with the Nobel Prize for chemistry. And so Vidyut. So tell me who won the Nobel Prize for chemistry this year? Um, yeah. This year's Nobel Prize for Chemistry has been awarded to three researchers, namely Carolyn Bertozzi, Barry Sharpless, and Morton Meldal for the development of clique chemistry and bioorthogonal chemistry. Okay, those are two awfully difficult words. One word that you used was clique chemistry and the other was bioorthogonal bio chemistry. Okay, do you want to explain what click chemistry means? What you understood of it? So, click chemistry is basically what it sounds like. Um, it's like clicking, taking two molecules and just clicking them together. Um, I have a very small illustration. 
right here. Sure, please. Okay. So take each of these two Lego blobs as um, a molecule. And so if you click them, so like you're gonna click them together to form a bigger, more complex molecule that can be used for other things. Not necessarily what these two were used for, but something else. Oh, so two individual Lego pieces may not have a lot of value, but if you could like combine several of them together, you could make an Iron Man or maybe a tractor or whatever else comes to your head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So where do people use uh, this click chemistry? Um, so click chemistry is used in a lot of places. Um, so this click chemistry can be used to help create more powerful cancer drugs in the future, which will really help against cancer. Mainly because cancer is really hard to go against because there's sugar coating that protects it from our immune cells around it. So this click chemistry, it can break through that sugar coating by like pushing it apart and like going in there. And then clicking together with whatever is the cancer yeah. cell. Oh, yeah. wow. Sounds interesting. And then you can merge it with some things that will easily go inside the sugar coating. And then it'll easily just slide inside and get rid of the cancer. I mean, for a 10-year-old, do you think uh, reading about and knowing about all these Nobel Prize winners, which is in physics or uh, economics or peace, do, you, do these things have any value to you? Knowing about it, it's been like helping me recently since in school we've been learning about chemistry and things like that. So it's been like helping me get better at those. And moving on to the Nobel Prize for Economics in 2022, Adya, uh, can you tell me who won the prize? Three people, and all three of them are economists from the U.S. They are Ben Bananke, Douglas Diamond, and Philip Dibwig. So what did these people win their uh, prize for? Did they try and explain to us some ways of getting super rich? Nope, not at all. But they have come up with some fantastic suggestions. To keep all countries reasonably rich and not have too many financial problems or crisis. That also sounds quite interesting. Were you able to somewhat understand what suggestions these three Nobel laureates have made? I understood that it was something about how to keep our money in the bank safe. So there is a small story behind this. Can I tell the story? Love to hear your story. Like a hundred years ago, there was this great depression. So in those times, lots of people became poor, they lost their homes, they didn't have enough to eat or drink or to support their families. At this time, the banks which had lent money to others couldn't get their money back. And then this depression went on for a long, long time. Now Ben Bananke was very curious, a lot like me, I think. 
He wanted to find out if there was a way to keep this depression very short. He found out that if the governments had given money to the banks instead of letting the banks close, the depression would have only lasted two or three years instead of the ten years it lasted. That sounds very interesting. What did the other two economists win their prize for? The other two economists found out how to avoid banks closing or like how to sustain the banks. They said that banks close because people panic and decide to withdraw money from the bank and the bank may not have enough money. All the government has to do is announce to the people that even if the banks go wrong, they can always provide money for the people. So that way people will not panic. Yeah. All this sounds uh, very interesting if you are like the prime minister or the president of some country and you have to ensure your country remains rich. But Adya, tell me, does this mean anything to you as an 11-year-old? Well, I don't know too much about economy. It's just good to know that thanks to these economists' research, nobody will go too hungry or even if they do, not for too long. Thank you so much, Adya. Now we'll move on to the person who's won the Nobel Prize for Literature. Yoshika, who won the Nobel Prize for Literature this year? A French lady called Annie Arnaud. So what kind of books did she write? Have you ever read her works? No, I haven't read her works. From what I can make out, she always wrote non-fiction. What does non-fiction mean, Yoshika? Is Harry Potter non-fiction? Fiction is something which is made up and Harry Potter is made up, so it's fiction. (laughs) Annie Arnaud wrote things based from her own experiences, sort of like an autobiography. Have you read any autobiography? Not that I can remember. But I do know that Roald Dahl used to love chocolates when he was a little boy, which inspired him to write Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and... The giraffe, pelican and me. You are spot on 100% correct. Yes, I remember even in the giraffe, the pelican and me, there's a lot of candies and sweets that feature in the story, right? Yes. So what kind of uh, things did Annie or no write about that was autobiographical? What do people really like about her writing that she's won an award for? What a lot of people like about her writing is that she is very honest and clear about writing about things that sometimes people are too scared to write about or are too embarrassed to write about. So, Yoshika, what do you think people are very embarrassed to speak about? Only if they've done something wrong or done something they're not really proud of. They've lied to their teachers or hurt someone or wasted their food. And thrown it away. So what does this mean to you as a 10 year old? Would this make you much more confident to write about things that you may have felt embarrassed about? I'd feel a little nervous but it feels good to let it out. Especially as I might win a Nobel Prize for Literature. Hey, we often end our episodes with a quiz. But in today's episode, I thought I'd leave you with a very, very, very interesting trivia. 
If any of you has read a magazine or maybe just seen a magazine it's called which is called the Time T I M E every year the Time magazine announces one person is the Time person of the year is someone who has accomplished something really great that year it's not like the nobel prize but it's someone who's done something that's so amazing that it's really touched the lives of many or changed the lives of many people but in 1982 it would not profile a person instead it was going to profile an object which it believed had done the most to influence the way life was changing for everybody around this was the year 1982 it may have been before a lot of you were born if you want to take a wild guess what object they gave this award to i'll give you a small hint it's an object that almost every single person today uses and the answer is the personal computer for a lot of you laptop might be the easiest way for you to understand what a personal computer stands for did you like this trivia That brings us to the end of this episode. If you enjoyed listening to how children share their opinions about new stories, and if you enjoyed the fun trivia, please do click the follow and subscribe button on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you're listening to this. This might just be the most fun and easiest way to stay away from screens and have a great laugh, while also getting to know a lot of interesting stories about current events. New episodes on this channel drop every Monday and Friday. Thanks for listening.